Hey there guys, thank you for joining me for another episode and this one being the final episode of season four. So it's pretty timely that in this episode I'm going to share with you not only my next big project for 2023 and how you can get involved and follow along but also how manifesting helped me get there in a really weird but worked out well kind of way. Uh, this manifesting stuff we hear a lot about it and it does sit on that woo-woo spectrum but I can personally sort of share with you my story and how I think it's just a bit more than all the good feels and the woo-woo vibes. Not only that, we're going to dive into what my new project exactly is, how that's going to change up how I'm doing things um, on a day-to-day -day basis and working with my clients, and a lot more than that. Ready? Let's jump in. Running a small business while raising small humans in a small town is tough, but it's the kind of tough we chose. Why? Because it allows us to reach bigger financial goals whilst also having the freedom to prioritise things on our terms. So how do we make sure it stays that way? How do we make sure that the businesses we build continue to set us free rather than becoming something we're enslaved by? Well, that's exactly what I'm using this podcast to find out. I'm Meredith Page. As well as being a wife and a mum, I'm a marketing strategist from regional Australia. I'm connecting with the small town entrepreneurs from right across the country. I want to know how they make it work, raising a family and running ethical businesses whilst maintaining mental well-being and healthy boundaries. And every now and then, I'll throw in something I've figured out too. This is the Meredith Page Podcast. Wow, guys. So you're joining me at the end of season four, believe it or not. This is the last episode of the fourth season of this podcast I've been doing. And it feels pretty dang good to have not done the whole start a project and never finish it thing. It's been really good to actually feel like I've seen this one through and stuck to it. And it's become a habit. One of my favorite sayings that, hey, I made up. Credit where it's due. Everything's a hassle till it becomes a habit. And then, man, this podcast was a massive hassle. But thanks to some pretty slick uh, systems that I set up and a pretty amazing virtual assistant turned online business manager, it's still kicking. So thanks to everyone who's kind of hung in there for the last 55 episodes, especially through all the first few, which I'm sure were not super fun listening. Thanks for everyone for hanging in there. And thanks everyone for sending your feedback. Like, this is ultimately for you. This is... The best way I can, without sounding super cliche, show up and, you know, give as much value as I can to give you a leg up and get you started on the topic of marketing, which can be really curly and obscure and full of people willing to charge you through the nose and not give you much to show for it. So if I can clear a bit of that up for you doing this, well, I'm happy to do it. So a bit of a massive shift for me in the last couple of months. I'm currently recording this podcast from a van park on the, I'm going to murder this word, Flurio Peninsula. Everyone, anyone in South Australia, feel free to correct me on that. I'm sure I didn't say that anywhere close to right. Um, yes, my family and I are currently on the Flurio, 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 I really, no, whatever, um, peninsula in South Australia in a van park in Port Wollonga, which is just downright beautiful place. Like... I really love the town that I've been in for the last oh, eight, nine years. Um, but this place is pretty, pretty good. If I had to move anywhere else in the world, this place would be on the list. It's stunning here. What we're actually doing here as a family is 
we're hitting the road for 12 months um, as a family in a caravan. We've decided to take our two boys on a lap of this insanely amazing country of ours. It was in response to a bit of a curly medical situation we had with one of our kids. Nothing nothing we couldn't handle, but it certainly was a curveball we weren't expecting. But what I've definitely learnt over the last couple of months when we were kind of deal- sitting with that, dealing with it, um, getting a lot of support from people who probably couldn't ultimately help us, but a lot of, a lot of love came our way while we were figuring it out. And then when we came up with the game plan of like, well, let's just pack up and live in a van for 12 months and see it through. So over the course of all that, I've kind of come to realize that sometimes we have to go through some hard stuff to get to some even better stuff and more importantly, a better version of ourselves on the other side. While we were kind of scratching our heads trying to figure out how we're going to tackle this kind of curly medical problem, my husband, my husband was actually the one that came up with this idea and he said, you know what, let's just rent the place out, let's get a caravan, and let's pack up and see see the country. Let's do it while we can. Let's do it while our boys are an age where they're young enough to <laughs> essentially not take up that much room in a caravan, but old enough to appreciate it. Um, so he's put his work on pause, and he's going into full-time dad mode, which he's going to be amazing at. Like he, He's already Googling like which, which learning apps are getting the best reviews, and you know, techniques for like homeschooling and things like that. Um, so I think he's going to be a killer at that. He's going to be great. Speaking of which, what actually initially kicked off the tour was us seeing the killers in South Australia and then we just decided to keep going. And so I will be serving my amazing clients from the comfort of a caravan in different um, paddocks and van parks all around the country. Um, and it's a really interesting full circle moment too for me which it's kind of now that like the dust has settled and we had a bit of a holiday first and we're really lucky that my in-laws could join us so we kind of got weaned off like old life and weaned on to new life with them so that was really nice um but now I'm back in work mode hubby's in okay I've got to entertain the kids for at least eight hours a day mode um and the kids are adapting to okay mum's there but you can't can't she can't do questions for eight hours, guys. You kind of got to leave her alone because she's working. It's been a really kind of amazing and cool full circle moment because, and this is the power of manifesting, guys. Like, I believe in this stuff so much. The older I get, the more I see it playing out. When I first started doing my degree in design, I actually, I never left high school and set out to be a professional creative. I um, studied uh, Japanese at school and my intention was to become an interpreter. So I'd left, I'd put um, a languages degree on hold. I took a gap year and just worked. And then um, I, you know, I met my then boyfriend, now husband. And, um, and then when I went back to commence that languages degree, something just wasn't sitting right with me. I was just like, oh, this, this feels like the sort of thing. I have to be at university for 10 years to really make something of it. This, this doesn't feel like where I want to go. Like he and I were already talking about what we wanted as far as a family life together goes and how we could sort of set ourselves up for that, you know, paying off mortgages and things like that. And um, so I kind of had to, I listened to my gut and I went, no, this, this isn't, this isn't right for me. This whole languages international thing that isn't lining up at all with what else is happening in my life. Um, and I don't really want to be 
I want to be a student for 10 years just to make something of it. Like, I mean, I could be wrong. It could be different, but that was just the feeling I was getting. And so um, switched degrees, took another year off. Um, and then I went into, I went and did a design degree. And very early on, I got exposed to, and I don't know how this came across my radar, but I got exposed to other professional creatives, be they graphic designers or typograph typographers digital marketing people, a lot of these professional creative people were freelancing, working for themselves, working from home, working for some really interesting locations. Um, I started listening to podcasts of people who were like digital marketers and things like that, um, people working for themselves. Um, and I got a really strong sense of this. I, I want that life. I want to be able to work for myself. I want to be able to choose the caliber of people that I work with. And like, side note, my clients are amazing people. I work with some fantastic businesses and they're all just so nice to deal with. I just, I'm spoiled. I really sometimes can't believe that this is what I get to do every day. But I wanted, I, as soon as I started hearing about that, I was pretty sure I'm like, I want that life. That life is going to be mine. I want the flexibility to do the work that I want. I want to work with the people that I want. I want to work from wherever I want. And it was interesting. Then I started hearing more and more stories about, um, people retiring their partners early like that their online businesses had taken off to the extent that their partners were able to retire early and they were able to be hands-on parents while you know and typically I'm talking about like sort of female entrepreneurs that were able to retire husbands who had been like primary earners and then those husbands were enjoying really hands-on time with the kids while the wife's business took off and again I'm like oh that would be that would be amazing if I could retire my husband at like 40 like that's moonshot kind of wouldn't it be amazing if he could retire at 40 and this I remember having these thoughts like early 20s when I was going through my degree and like he was he's always been the man with the 15 year plan like he was always like I'll retire at 55 and that'll I'll call that a whim but this whole idea of manifesting so all this kind of stuff happened to us this year where we had to kind of figure out how we were going to address this um prickly problem and lo and behold I'm now the one working okay we're living in a caravan for 12 months while we see australia my husband at the ripe old age of 40 no less is now hands-on dad with our kids he'll be the one driving the homeschool project and all the um, activities and entertaining the kids and keeping them engaged and learning while i my business takes off and runs and looks after our family as we go so i mean it came about in a really unexpected way and like, don't sweat it, everyone's fine. In a roundabout kind of way, this vision that I'd kind of manifested, oh gosh, 12, 12 years ago, has come about. My husband's 40, he's you kind of call it retired, at least, for the, at least for the next little bit, and I'm the one taking over the reins. And it's just, being able to do that for him, even if it is only for 12 months, being able to do that for him is so, I'm just, I just fall I feel so full and thankful and grateful to be where I am and to work with the people that I do. So manifesting, guys, don't don't can it unnecessarily. It's powerful stuff. So, I've already, so I'll be pretty much working with my clients on a similar kind of time schedule to what I have been. It'll just be from very different locations. And um, <laughs> had a very interesting day today that made me realize the laptop lifestyle is not as lavish as Instagram makes out. It's not all pina coladas and laptops at a beach. Like it's a freezing South Australia summer right now. And so I was sitting outside, essentially in the cold and the rain underneath the awning, hoping to God my satellite internet didn't 
dropout. Um, and I'm thinking, wasn't this? Didn't it looks a lot more glamorous on Instagram than this? But it is what it is. I didn't want the kids sitting outside, so it was me. So what does that mean for you guys, the lovely people who's been listening to me on the podcast? Well, I'll still be doing this. I'll still be talking to my small business people. In fact, I'm going to be meeting more of you. We're meeting more people, small business owners, regional and rural areas, doing fantastic work in amazing small towns. I'll still be doing all that. Still be serving the same kind of people. I'm still doing what I'm doing. There'll be another, I'm tying in another project with the caravan concept. I'm looking at it as an opportunity to kind of show people what the vehicle of small working for yourself and entrepreneurship and, you know, own wealth creation can do for you. Um, so that'll be, that's our Vanwood project. Um, that's what we've called our Instagram account, I guess. And that's what the whole project's called, Vanwood. Um, a, it's a van. B, Vanwood means to the front. So kind of thought that was, you know, someone as a professional writer, I kind of patted myself on the back over that one. Um, so I will drop the links to the Vanwood social media account if you'd like to hang on, follow along with us. I would love to see that. I would love to see that expand into talking to other families who are working and traveling because I would really love for more families to see this as possible for themselves. Kind of like a family gap year, you know. It's um, why wait till you're retired? I mean, why let that? Why, why let them have all the fun? Um, so yeah, so you can follow along with that if you like. My Meredith Page stuff will still be business-centric, so don't worry. This isn't going to start becoming like a holiday snap account. I'm still going to be doing this stuff. But if you want to follow along with the caravaning lifestyle stuff, feel free to do that too. Love to have you along for that journey as well. Um, and if you're one of my listeners that's not from my local area, I might bump into you on the road. That would be kind of cool as well. So keep tabs on where I'm up to. And if you feel like I'm lining up near where you live, by all means drop me a message. I'd love to put a face to a name. The only thing is, I suppose, the video side of my content is probably going to be a little less glamorous. Like right now, I, we had to move sites today because when we booked the first site, we didn't, at the van park, we didn't counter on being here any longer. And so then we had to book a, book a second site. And so we had to move all our stuff from one end of the van park to the other. And so I look like that's what I've done today. But that's it, guys. That's it for this season. Um, due to the... Um, Due to the overwhelming wisdom of my online business manager, Meredith Nowlin, um, we're going to be keeping the podcast seasons to the school terms or thereabouts. I mean, there's obviously state differences, but they'll be in 10-week hits next year, um, pretty much lining up with the school term. Um, so you probably won't hear from me till the other end of January in terms of the podcast. Um, really, really hope you have a great Christian New Year. Um, I know a lot of the small business people I've spoken to Especially after two years of COVID crap, this last year has not exactly been, you know, the relief or the easy year we were kind of hoping it would be. We kind of deserved it, but it's been its own kind of hard. So I really hope you take some downtime. I really hope you actually rest. I really hope you actually switch off and focus on what's really important and more importantly, who's really important. Um... And I suppose I could just, if I could leave you with any wisdom that I've managed to scrape off the last three three weeks. I'm, the thing I'm taking into 2023 is I'm going to try not to force things so much. I think sometimes we cling to things in the hope that we can control them if we hang on to them tighter. And what I'm starting to realize is that the world's going to play out as it's going to play out, no matter how tight you hold on to it. So... 
you may as well go with the flow with ease rather than being dragged kicking and screaming along with the tide you may as well at least literally go with the flow and quite often things aren't as bad as what we think they're going to be half the time most of the catastrophe is in our head what actually happens isn't really that bad Alrighty, gang hope you have a really good chrissy new year and i'll see you on the other side